Hi there, welcome to Bull Babes Podcast. I'm Yara. And I'm Anelli. And we're, we're your hosts. Host. Welcome to episode two. We will be talking about body image today. Yes, and the intention behind it is how comparison is the thief of joy. So let's begin. We have these topics written down today. Um, but before we start, how are you doing, Anelli? I'm doing good. It's a happy, happy day today. A little bit busy, but it's been it's been really good. Can't it's complain Monday. at all. It's Monday. In case yes. you guys are wondering. It is Monday. And very busy from my end, but good. Good busy. We need to be busy sometimes mm-hmm. in order to feel at the end of the day like oh, like you got yeah. stuff accomplished. That you know is what true. I mean? And then today feels like an actual fall day outside. Oh yes, like, I love super that. Chilly and nice. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I'm not ready for it. And now I'm like, nah, I think I am ready for it. For the fall. I am too. I like like the fall vibes and like the and the leaves dying. <laughs> that doesn't sound right, but that like the so color, mean. the changing of colors and then like all the pumpkins and yeah. Halloween stuff. And I like all that. Same. I do too. Plus it's my birth one. So. <laughs> oh yeah. That, that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. I like it too. I just like the coziness aspect of it. I love like the activities that it comes with mm-hmm. going to the pumpkin patch, going to haunted houses, Halloween, corn maze, corn mazes, carving. Did I say carving? Okay. Pumpkins, but like pumpkin, everything. Yeah. Oh, hello. Oh, wait, how do you feel about pumpkin spice? I'm starting to like it. A couple years ago, I wasn't crazy for it. But now that I'm, I guess, adulting, I am now obsessed with it. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I appreciate the pumpkin spice flavor. I like the scent. I love pumpkin scent. Mm -hmm. Me too. Pumpkin spice. It's good, but it's just like strong. Yeah. Yeah. It's super strong, but it's good. Yeah. Um, But anyway... Back to our body image topic. Mm -hmm. So let's start first. Um, We're never content with ourselves, right? Let's talk about that. Yes. So I feel like everyone is very insecure. Okay, not everyone. A lot of people are very insecure about either weight that they've gained, the body shape or body type that they have, or just in general, like you've never been content with how you look yeah body features Mm -hmm. you know your eyes your lips your nose Mm -hmm. your legs i don't know any everything there's like always something that you're gonna feel insecure about yeah and um we kind of wanted to talk about that because me and anelli we went to hot works the other day and we had this conversation like i told her that i really want to get neck liposuction (laughs) i know that sounds ridiculous but i have been contemplating it for the past year and a half and then um i told her that frankie which is my fiance he actually said wow like you're always moving on to the next thing aren't you like you're obsessed with one thing and then you get it done and then you're like oh wait i need um, this is also imperfect i need to get that done it's never ending like Mm -hmm. you're always gonna nitpick something about yourself that you don't like and that's not at the end of the day that's not very healthy that's not okay you should love yourself for who you are yeah it's true but it also doesn't hurt to make yourself happy by fixing whatever you feel insecure about 
Yeah, but just when it becomes a pattern, I think that's yeah. When it's like once bad. you once you like get something done and you're like, that's not enough. I need to do more to it. Or I think that's when it starts getting very mentally draining. Because um, I feel like if you don't do it, you're always gonna feel some like like you're always gonna want to do it. So mm-hmm. sometimes you should do it if you want to do it. But then also like everyone's different. Like mm-hmm. you're trying to fit into a picture that. You don't look like everyone else. Yeah. I I also feel that way too. Like it's it's almost like a trend to fix one thing and fix another and another and another. It's like, no, like why can't we all be different? Yeah. We're all starting to look the same. Yeah. And it goes with everything, even like your like your hair. Mm -hmm. Because I remember last year when I got my hair done. Oh yeah, you went blonde. I went like (laughs) Not, like, my whole head of hair, but, like, a lot of it, 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 I dyed it, like, too light, and I felt, like, I didn't like it. I felt like my hair was super dry, very, like, ugly, and, like, I had only done it because everyone else looked cute Mm -hmm. with it. And then once I got it done, I I had regretted it. But it's okay to feel that way, too. I think that's a really good, at least you caught it, and you're like, hey, this doesn't feel right. It's not me. I'm not going to do it again. There's people that get that done, and they're like, well, I have to like it. Yeah. And then they just continue doing it, and they may not look and good. To, and then they, they try to make it look better by doing more to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But I'm glad that you caught that, and you're like, you differentiated between what society expects from women to what you want. And that's what matters. I think it's what matters is what you want at the end of the day. It really does, because I feel like there's people that, I don't know, maybe it's their lips that they're very insecure about and they want to get them done. I mean, it's up to them if they want to. Yeah. And then there's also factors before you get a procedure. Cause I got my lips done. Think about how much it costs, mm-hmm. the maintenance of it, like really do your research before you. That's why I've been contemplating the whole lipo- liposuction because I'm scared and it costs a lot. Is that so. what it's called? Liposuction? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just think about it. Like, really think about it. Yeah. But I mean, she's right. Like, once once you get it done, you're going to move on to the next thing that you feel like you need to change. Yeah. For example, I started with my lips, and then now I'm moving on to my neck. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> next thing you know, I'm going to be like, oh, I want to go get my nose done, too. Yeah. When in reality, that money could be used for something more useful or to impact the community or you know, for yourself, yeah. for retirement, and also for a the, house. And also those features that you're trying to change, like they, they're, yes, obviously they're part of you, but like maybe it's like your mom's nose or your mm-hmm. great grandma's or like, and, and like for your mom, like it reminds her of your, of her mom. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of look at it like that too. Like, for example, like I used to think that my nose was too big. And I found out recently that I'm actually a little bit of Jewish. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe I don't want my nose to leave. Because that's a tr- like a, that's a mark. You. Yeah, that I look at myself and I'm like, wow, like, I had ancestors that were literally Jewish. I probably have, I probably still have ancestors that are Jewish. And they went through a lot. Mm-hmm. They went through the concentration camps and stuff like that. And that's, that's a part of me. And so those that's like a little bit of just a snippet of what we're kind of referring to but yeah moving on to the next topic that we have is social media so body image 
on social media and how that's impacted or has impacted us at least. Um, I actually have a story on this one. All right, hit it. So I think it was like last week or the week before. I was on social media. I was looking at, I guess, stories, I think, or uh, uh, just a, the feed. And like I kept seeing about people like getting their like Botox and stuff, like preventing wrinkles and stuff. And I like clicked on the page and I started looking. I was like, no, I think I need to do it now, especially because I'm in. Mm-hmm. I turned 25 at the end of the month. Like I'm like, maybe I should prevent it. And like I've been contemplating it too. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, like beforehand, I never cared, and just like seeing these things, like I I started putting putting them in my head. Like I get like skincare and everything, but then when I don't know, like the only reason I was thinking about it was because of social media. Yeah. And and I know I don't I personally like I don't really need it right now. Mm-hmm. But I just like it was they were it was putting it in my head. Like I I felt like I needed it because I was looking at social media. And to tell you a little bit about Botox, it gets you because then you have to go every three months to go get it mm-hmm. done again. Yeah. And then every time you go, they're going to be like, oh, you need a little bit more. You need a little bit more. And it's like you're you're paying more for mm-hmm. Botox at the end of the day. Yeah. So once this is all over, like the whole Botox syringe type of thing, like once that trend is over, I wonder what's next. You know what I mean? Like, or do you think it's always going to be here? I kind of think it's always going to be here. I feel like it's always been a thing. But. I feel like, like lately, it's been more yeah. visual, and I think that's because you can see it on social media versus back in the day you couldn't yeah, see you it. Couldn't and people like, would do it. Yes, like for example, I learned this the other day. Marilyn Monroe was the first one to to have plastic surgery done to her face. Really? Mm-hmm. What did she get done? I don't know, um, but I read that <laughs> somewhere, oh. and I was like, wow, like she got her face done, and she like not a lot of people knew that not Mm -hmm. see you didn't know that so Mm -hmm. a lot of people didn't and back then it was harder because there was no internet so no one knew everyone just thought hey this girl was just blessed and was born perfect but i mean now you know (laughs) that is really crazy and now you know all these surgeries and um botox and and um fillers that's not a secret anymore like Mm-mm. people are freely talking about it which is i guess a good thing but i guess it's also a bad thing because i feel like it's a good thing because it's showing people hey like it's no one's born perfect but at the same time it's showing mm-hmm. them you got to go do it too you should too like there's nothing wrong with it so yeah. it's like oh i don't know i don't know how you feel about that anymore yeah it's it's different and also, I mean, it's not all about, like, when I think of social media, too, like, I don't just think of, like, Botox and stuff. I think of legit body. Body, yeah. Like, your actual body. Because getting Botox in, that's just temporary. And, like, if you don't want to get it again, if you don't want to get fuller or Botox, like, it's you don't, it's not going to affect you. Mm-hmm. It's not, tem- it's, that's another thing that I like about it, that it's not permanent. That's true. It's not permanent. At least we're but promoting something that's not permanent. When it comes to Botox? Yeah. But doesn't it, like. But surgeries? Dude, I heard, side note, I heard that BBLs, a Brazilian butt lift, is the most deadliest. No way. Yes, the most deadliest procedure ever in history. And that some doctors now are not doing it in the U.S. Because they're like, no, so many people have died from it. Because if you if you think about it, 
it's they do it behind like on your lower back Mm -hmm. and that's where people you know get induced like and even when you get induced it's really dangerous i heard because you could hit like one of the little nerves in your something like that and then it paralyzes you or whatever forever or you can just simply bleed out and die a lot of people have bled out and died that's scary yeah yeah so don't get a bbl (laughs) just work for it darn i I know just kidding but that's not a lot of people put that in consideration no you just think about like the it just looks good that it looks good yeah small waist and like big butt kind of thing yeah like i but see to me that's not attractive like What's in the heart is what's attractive. And a lot of people forget when they think of body image, it's like, it's also what's inside your heart. Your heart's in your body, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people forget that. Like, we always look at the outside, but never the inside. And also, I don't think, yeah, exactly. So, I don't necessarily think it's about how you you look on the outside. It's more of, like, how you feel in your health. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Push back. That's fine. And I feel like that's, I feel like nowadays it's like, oh, Whatever you put in your body is what is how you feel. Um, and I think it kind of leads to that. I lost my chain of thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, and then we put, oh, I actually on social media, back to social media, I fo- try to follow people that are maybe around the same body measurements as me, the same weight or height as me. Like sometimes I follow people that are short, even if they're really, really skinny. But at least I can kind of get the idea in my head that, okay, she is wearing this. That's short. That fits her. It might fit me too. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe finding someone that's that you that you like their style that's the same size as you. That way you yeah. don't think you have to be a certain way. It's been helping me a lot at least. Yeah. So you're not necessarily comparing yourself. You, you're just trying to inspire it's relatable. Yeah. Very relatable. Yeah. That's exactly. good. Yeah. But I really recommend if you're not already doing that, do that or delete people that gives you, you know, bad, sad vibes that mm-hmm. you think are manipulating you to be a certain way. Yeah, which is honestly not their fault. It's not their fault. They're skin. No. They look good and everything. It's just that it's not necessary for you to compare yourself to them. So it's better if you follow people that look like you. That way you feel good about yourself yeah Mm -hmm. you put yourself first you may like their style and you want to follow them that's okay too or you may like the person but at the end of the day how do they make you feel and it's okay to delete them if you have a personal relationship with them i think it's okay to to delete someone yeah there's no hard feelings but i feel like this is mainly more towards like influencers yeah yeah it's like geared to them yeah because i follow a lot of them um that i think their style is super cute but then when i think about what yanira said like or you know what else too? Or people that post that you know their workout journey and stuff like that. Like, I think it's really cool and all, but sometimes even that can get me in some certain moods too. I'm like, shit, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect like them. I can't get up at five a.m. What's wrong with me? When in reality, there's nothing wrong with you. Everyone's just wired mm-hmm. differently, and it's just dedication that they decided to go with. Yeah. Or you know what? You could also be dedicated and waking up late. That is true. Yeah. I guess it, whatever Everyone, fits your schedule. Yes, I as becoming an adult, I kind of came to terms with myself that you know if I wake up late, it's okay as long as I'm getting this what I need to get done during the day out. Yeah. You know, so that's been helping me a lot. 
like when I go to therapy, that's one of the things that I talked about was like, I can't get up at 5 a.m. Okay, well, why? Because I just don't sleep early enough. Okay, well, is it really that important to you to wake up at 5 a.m.? Why can't why can't you go to the gym at, during the lunch or after work? Like, why does it have to be at 5? Yeah. And in our heads, it's because, oh, we saw it on social media. Mm-hmm. So-and-so is doing it. And my body is not like them because blah, blah, blah. But anyway, um, but that kind of goes with what we had just said in the intention at the beginning of the episode, that comparison is a thief of joy. Yes. And I actually have another story, too, because I honestly do struggle with body image. And I'm not really afraid to admit that. I feel like, I mean, everyone has gained weight since high school. Like, it's... Not everyone, but a lot of people have. Most people. Yeah, and I have been one. And I'm, like, stuck in the mindset to where, like, I I used to be so skinny. Like, why can't I get back to that? But it's also because your metabolism changes. Mm-hmm. And, like, we sit all day in an office. And there's a lot of factors to it. But, like, personally, I struggle with body image. Like, I, I keep clothes that I probably should get rid of and I'm like in my head I'm like okay like maybe I'll fit into them one day uh and I need to let go of that and slowly I'm doing that but it's it's just something that's very hard to get to change and like it does um it is a theme of joy like you look back at pictures that you were once you felt chubby in or whatever and then you look at them now and you're like, why did I look like, or why did I think like that? Like, mm-hmm. what was the purpose of it? Like, I'm just ruining the moment now and thinking about something that's not, like, it doesn't matter. And that's kind of mm-hmm. going back to the beginning of the podcast, too, when we mentioned that first it's one thing and then it's the next thing and then it's mm-hmm. the next thing. It's like a cycle that just never ends. And now you're here as an adult looking back and you're like, why was I ever yeah. mad at myself for being quote-unquote bigger when in reality you weren't you were happy you were even now like it's hard to get it out of your head it's not something that you can do from one day to another it's it's just like by the little things like when it like you said buying the actual size that fits you and not being stuck on the size you were yeah like you literally well this has happened to me where I go get my size the shirt doesn't fit and so I'm like okay well this size doesn't fit so I'm not gonna get the cute shirt and it's like why don't you go and get a bigger size and try the shirt again that you want? Mm-hmm. Why are you stuck on this size that you think you should be? Mm-hmm. And we're losing opportunity on a cute shirt. But yeah, that's one example. Or another example too is like, I have trouble. So like, I'm short, I'm five foot. And um, my body measurement, like on my chest, it's 43 inches. And that's like, pretty big because my waist is a size medium in a shirt and then my boobs are probably like a size l to xl size Mm -hmm. so it's really hard for me to find clothes and so it's like where do i go do i stay um on the regular size section or do i go to plus size and i can't go to plus size because an xl there is big and i can't go to regular size i just wish it was all just one department i wish it was never split i feel like that's almost like um what's it called it's almost like segregating people mm-hmm. like skinny people go over here and then chubbier people or big bigger people go on this side of the store like it shouldn't be that way we should have the same exact garments from size double x or double x 
S, which is an extra small, mm -hmm. to a freaking like three or four X. Like, why is it separated? Yeah, or or the fact that like they make they make some sizes on one and then say like a plus size, which I don't like calling them a plus size because that's not fair. But say they want the same shirt, but they don't have their size, and then you go look at their their style and. It's like really ugly clothes. I know. And obviously that ugly clothes is going to make them feel Bad. insecure and yeah. like self-conscious. And it just sucks. Like I hate how how the industry is. Like how. But it's changing. Like, it is. Like like Old Navy. Yes. Go Old Navy. I'm so happy for them. <gasps> it's them in Abercrombie. Oh, Abercrombie too. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And um. Times are definitely changing, and that makes me so happy. Like, I, I just, it's, like, for me, I just hated walking over from, like, the regular size to the plus size section. I mean, thinking, like, I don't belong here, and I don't belong there. Where do I go? Mm -hmm. It's awkward when I go into a boutique store. and we're, Or when they only have regular size, and you're just like, okay, well, this may not fit me. Mm -hmm. There's no plus size here. Yeah, and then even then, like, you may not even be plus size, but you're they categorized you. mm -hmm. in that, and it's it kind of sucks. Yeah, and it's like, who came up with these categories? Like, who can I talk to? Because there's some people that are not looking like plus size people, or they're not, or opposite, they're really skinny, or whatever. Like, they, they don't belong in that group, and yet they are there, like... You know what I mean? It's either you're really small or you're really big. And it's like, where are the mid sizes too? That mm -hmm. doesn't even exist. Yeah. But anyway, um, another thing is you talked about like getting rid of clothes, right? Or have you talked about that yet? Yeah. So right now I'm trying to clean my closet. I have a lot of clothes, but uh, half of them, okay, not half of them, but like one third of them, like they don't fit me, but I hold on to them because in my mind, I'm going to lose weight and they're going to fit me again. But one, one, it's causing – I don't have space in my closet because of that. And also, like, it makes me feel bad having that there and then wanting to wear it and knowing it doesn't fit me. And I just – I know I need to get rid of them. And that's probably going to be one of my goals for the month, to get rid of that clothes that doesn't fit me. Yeah. Because I know from one day to another, I'm not going to lose that weight. Um, And if I decide to, eventually I can just – get new clothes that's gonna make me happy yeah that's gonna be even more trendy yeah. so there so you like, go. Why hold on to them because it, it and i'm not i'm sure i'm not the only one i'm i'm sure a lot of people hold on to things that they think they're gonna fit into eventually yeah i don't have that problem but i'm glad i'm so glad but yeah i'm really glad too but one thing that has helped me is like piling clothes and donating it so that way at the end of the day you feel good you're doing something good for others mm -hmm. which should fill your bucket more you know what I mean? So yeah. try that if you haven't. Um, but I know it's really hard. It's like better or it's easy to say but not to do. Yeah, which I typically do. I I donate my clothes to the Samaritan shop because they help out families like versus Goodwill. I prefer the Samaritan shop yeah. and a women's shelter mm -hmm. just because they have lost that confidence. So like why not give them clothes that once made you happy yeah. to them? Mm -hmm. um, and I know you can sell it. Uh, like Plato's closet and make money but like I don't know you're helping someone out whenever you donate them yeah or even honestly it's like for my Hispanic people if you take clothes back to your home country like 
Mm-hmm. that is huge too like don't forget about those people as well when you're throwing stuff out like if you think that your cousin's gonna wear it like keep it for them because you know clothing here is very cheap in the u.s but it could be expensive in another country yeah so and i actually have a friend she uh it's not off topic but it kind of is but like she's very very good when it comes to buying clothes and her clothes it's pricey, but also it's not fast fashion. Oh, I love that. It's clothes that's going to last you for a long Let's time. Let's talk about that. And she, yeah, and she's like put that or engraved it or planted a seed, however you want to say it, in my head. So like now I buy more expensive clothes, but that clothes is going to last for a while. And it's like not fast fashion. They're more staples. Yeah, like um, and a, a good example of this, like, I guess for me would be like a trench coat, like a coat, mm-hmm. like a wool coat. I spent pretty money on that, but I know it's because, you know what? I bought a bigger size, actually. It doesn't really fit me, but I like the oversized look. And then I'm like, okay, if I want it fitted, I can wear a thick-ass sweater under it. Like, mm-hmm. make it work. Um, something else that I think is like something that I think everyone should have a staple of that's like good quality are jeans. Yes. They take longer to go in and out of fashion. Mm-hmm. So jeans. But... I feel like jeans now are becoming a little bit more faster fashion. Yeah, it depends which one you get. So I, I see some online that have, like, the little button to the side. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to be fast fashion. Yeah. And then, like, some that have patterns. Yeah, no. Or, like, designs on them. Like, those are, like, going to. Yeah. <clears throat> Or, like, even, like, a blazer might be, like, a good black one, a good white one, good tan one. Those are going to be still in fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're pricey. If you want a good quality one, they tend yeah, to be pricey. Like, fitted one. Get, oh, if you're going to get something fitted and you are spending a pretty penny on it, don't be afraid to go and get it altered and spending a little bit more yeah. on it, too. Mm-hmm. Or even people buy thrift store stuff. Yeah, I need to go like thrifting. secondhand. Because mm-hmm. you find some good stuff there, too. But... Anyway, back to body image. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we could talk about clothes all, all the time. All the time, yes. Um, something else that we had written about. Um, Hispanics. Hispanics, yes. So we kind of talked about how, like, we're always eating bad with our parents. And, mm-hmm. and maybe that's why some of us have gained weight and have gotten bad body images. And then also the Hispanic culture is not very supportive of you know, owning your body and becoming confident. They don't, they're not good supporters. Or coming up with those little nicknames. La gordita y que la morenita. Like, no, mm. no, 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 no. Like, why are you, <laughs> why are you calling out my insecurity? Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah, but, but I mean, they do eat really bad though. I know. And it's a lot of tortillas. It'd be a lot of like, mm-hmm. and a lot of carbs and just like food that's not fried food. Fried, fried food. food. Yeah, and a lot of carbs, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. <laughs> it is. It's so good, but it's so bad, too. Yeah, I feel like but... you need to balance it out, though, if you want to continue eating that. Yeah, but you know what? If you want to eat your tacos, go ahead and eat your tacos Like they're to each their own. But one of the things that we were going to talk about is, like, how maybe our moms had bad image of themselves and then they probably maybe pass it on to their kids. Like, they might be like, oh, no me queda esto, or others have critiqued them, or... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you, we grew up listening to that low-key, but no one really talks about it. Like, I remember my mom being like, oh, eso no me queda. 
um, so I'm not going to get it. Or she'd be like, I no puedo poner eso porque me veo gordita. And it's like, mom, who cares if you like it and you feel confident in it? Wear it. Yeah, and mine's actually the opposite. I feel like my mom's like, like you, she's very, not confident, but she didn't care about her body image. Like she's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then like I had an aunt and uncle that, that would make comments like, oh, your mom la gorda and this and this. Like my mom's not even big, big. Like she obviously has gained some, but like she's not big. And she's happy and content with herself. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, we all need to kind of just stop judging and, you know, because little comments like that hit hard. They really And do. they can get passed on to many other people. Like, for example, if you're telling, like, for example, your aunt that told your mom, you're listening. And so now you're, you know, putting that in your head. And they don't see that, you know, the, the person that's. Or they'll make, like, snarky comments like, oh, um. If you don't, if you don't start eating good, or if you don't do this, you're gonna be like your mom. It's like I love my mom. Like why would it? Why wouldn't I be okay with being mm-hmm. like her? You know, and it annoys me. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that's a huge. It también in the Hispanic culture, like like we had mentioned, like calling like names and stuff like that. That needs to stop. And you know what? It's 2021. It's about to be 2022. If you don't like what your tia said, dude, step up. And step up because they need to know. You know what I mean? Like, if my aunt told me, like, I'll be like, ah, si, y tu, como te ves tu? Honestly. Yes, and I feel like Hispanics tend to, like, stay quiet sometimes. Like, yes. they'll just take whatever no, um, is thrown at them. Yep. Got to stand up for yourself. Um, yes, that's something that I need to seriously learn how to do. I'm learning slowly. If someone were to tell me that, I think I'd be like, yo, like, I don't like what you're telling me. I'd be, I'll tell them in Spanish, like, hey, no me gusta que me digas esto. Like, de verdad, me duele. Like, okay. I want them. Sorry, yeah. but. Or are you feeding me? Yes, like, hello. <laughs> but, yeah, but tell them how you feel, because they're, they're never going to understand gonna stop. if you don't tell them. Yeah, and then they're going to just keep going and going and going, and it's like, no. But then there's just some heartless people that don't care and will continue saying things. Yeah, and at that point, then you might need to stop talking to your tia and stop going to her house. Be like, what tia? (laughs) Yes, because honestly, that's what ruins mental health, too. Mm -hmm. Your body image is what Fs up your mental health. Mm -hmm. So... If you're not there yet, like, if you have a goal and you're not there yet, like, that kind of goes back to something else that we had on our list that I forgot about was moms. Like, if you just had a kid and your body's not there, give yourself a break. You're a mom. You know what I mean? Like, your life has changed and or maybe you're going through something mentally or maybe you just started a new job like me. Like, take it day by day. Don't be so hard on yourself. There's no, there's not a running time clock, okay? It's all in your head. Take it slow. And um, I think that just in general with everyone, like you don't need to rush something. Like take your time. Fall in love with, oh, como se dice? Fall in love with the process. process. Yeah. Instead of go. the end result. Yeah, because you're not going to change from one moment to the other like no whatever you decide to do and however you feel like it takes time it's a yeah process. like if you think going to the gym every day is gonna you know make you feel good okay do it if you feel like going to the gym maybe three times a day and taking it slow do that too like there's no race and stop comparing yourself to others and if others are telling you you need to do it a certain way really reflect back 
and say, hey, this is not for me, or yes, this is for me. It's totally everyone's preference. Mm -hmm. Um, But hold on. (laughs) I think Anneli's trying to tell me something. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What was the next one? I think personal life struggles, like diets and eating. Like dieting is really hard, too. Like I remember – when I was like in sixth grade, I had really, really bad body image issues and confidence issues that I literally would starve myself at school and before going to school. Like I wouldn't eat. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, why did I do that? Like going on a fasting diet may not be ideal for everyone, but yeah. And some people may struggle at the like at the beginning of their childhood and some people might struggle now. So mm. <laughs> okay. Um oh shame eating before we leave, because I think this is the last point that we had. Um shame eating is huge for me. Like that's something I really, really struggle with. We're getting very vulnerable here because I normally don't talk about this, but Same. um I tend to eat more. I have like a big like como si apetito sometimes and so I eat more than others and I'm aware of that I'm working on that trying to limit my portions but sometimes when I go out to eat and let's say I get the bigger plate I look around and if I see like others like that I'm eating with that they're eating less than me I body shame myself I shame myself completely I talk really bad to myself about that when in reality it's like I shouldn't care like, if I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And maybe those people got less food because maybe they're on a budget or maybe they're on a diet or maybe they have health issues or maybe they just don't want to eat. Or maybe they're just not hungry. But, no, I've, I've had something similar. So, there was one time I went out to eat. I don't remember what food. Or I do, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I went out to eat with them. And, like, I was hungry. I hadn't ate all day. Um, we got the same thing. I got a – I think it was, like, a little burger and fries and a soft drink. And they got the same thing. And I, like, ate super quick. Not super quick, but I was eating, like, faster because I was starving. Mm -hmm. Um, Versus, like, the other person, they were just, like, taking their time in this. And they had the audacity audacity? Audacity. (laughs) to be, like, damn, you're hungry. (gasps) And that made me feel so bad that I, like, set my food down and I lost my appetite completely. Like, has that ever happened to you? Yeah. that's hap- Or when someone literally makes a comment, like, um, you can eat. And I'm like, bitch, who told you I was comparing myself to you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or our opposite when they tell you, like, a little comment like that. That makes me mad, too. I'm like, dude, no. Like, no one should ever make a comment of, like, how much you eat or how much you get or whatever. Like, that's just rude. It is. Or, like, they shouldn't be making comments in general about in general. anyone. Mm-hmm. Because it's none of their business. Yeah. Or sometimes even themselves. Sometimes I'm bad at this too. I'll talk to myself and I'll be like, oh, I can't eat this because of carbs. But then I'm like, oh, shit. Not everyone's on a carb, low-carb diet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be saying that out loud either. Yeah. Or just like whenever you go out to eat and then you decide to get like the healthiest thing, even though you're not content with what you got. Mm-hmm. Like – Keep that to yourself. Just eat the damn salad (laughs) and stay quiet. Or, like, get something you enjoy. Like, it doesn't hurt to be getting what you actually want versus, like, 
getting something only because everyone else around you got it yeah or because you got the salad and now you're upset that everyone got the burger and you're like well you know what i'm on a low carb diet and i'm eating the salad it's happened to me before mm-hmm. where i'm like eating a burger and someone else is eating a salad and they make a comment about it and i'm like okay well bitch eat your salad i'm gonna eat my burger yeah i said that word <laughs> oops i didn't even notice <laughs> anyway but yeah that's something big i struggle with a lot but I'm learning slowly not to give a crap about that. Yeah. Or also when you eat something and then you feel really bad about eating it now. Like, say, like, you eat a, some chips and you're like, damn, why did I eat those chips? That's happened to me more and more now that I'm older. Me too. And I oh. hate that. Like, I understand, like, you don't need to be eating bad things or whatever. But, like, it doesn't matter. And we have, like, such – I feel like I personally put some, that in my head. Like, I'll eat it and then I feel bad after. And it sucks. It yeah. sucks getting that out of your head. And it's really hard. It is hard. But anyway. Okay. It seems like we're at the end of the podcast. So um, let's summarize in three sentences what we talked about. Yeah. Compassion is the thief of comparison. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> comparison, not compassion. Comparison is the thief of joy, so always remember not to compare yourself to others. Everyone's on different journeys, and just live life how you want to. Love yourself. Love your body. Love the food you eat. Love the clothes that you get, and look in the mirror and love yourself. Yes, it's hard to do that, but you know what? Like, there's only one of you. Yeah. There's only one, and take care of your body and take care of your mental health. And everyone's different, whether you're skinny, you're short, you're bigger, you're whatever. Like, and this goes, this podcast, just to make it clear, this podcast goes out to guys as well, not just girls. Guys also have um, body image issues. Guys also have the big and tall section at the stores. Like, this podcast is not just for girls. It's also intended for guys. Yes. And for anyone that um, doesn't identify as well. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't three points. It was just two. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right. All well, right. stay tuned for the next episode. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye.